Hello everyone, Alan Mister here from Vitality Explorers. Please sign up at vitalityexplorers.com for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. We'll start with a quick quote. Quote, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that's from Teddy Roosevelt. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Today we're going to learn about how to get off the wanting treadmill. We're going to learn how to stop wanting it now and live a more vital life. We're going to talk about the first million second challenge, which is called Energize. And its goal is to help jumpstart 2022. And then we'll finish with inflammation is the enemy of vitality. And we'll, re- we'll le- learn a little bit more about its connection to heart disease, cancer, and aging. And we'll also learn specific, scientific, and actionable ways to combat inflammation. Uh, so please share this uh, podcast with your friends and family to enhance their vitality and help support us in this vitality work by leaving a five-star rating on the Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying what you are listening to and learning. So let's jump right into Jumping Off the Wanting Treadmill. And one of my favorite books growing up was Willy Wonka, The Chocolate Factory, and there was a character in there called Veruca Salt. The movie was the old version of the movie, I think, was fantastic. And you can look at the uh, Substack Vitality Explorer news site to see a link to Veruca Salt and her song, I Want It Now. Uh, and I think Veruca s- states out loud what many of us are thinking today, or maybe even every day. We want a better job. We want a better place to live. We want a better car. We want more money. We want more followers. We want more likes. We want more influence. We want to be more famous. We simply want And Amazon has spoiled us with the buy it now and get it today if you order now. Um, So many of us run in this uh, treadmill. I call it the wanting treadmill. We run on the treadmill with the latest gadget, NFT, maybe a fad product just out of our reach. We keep running on that treadmill thinking that if we get that better job or better car or maybe it's a better friend or spouse or a, a lot of likes on an Instagram post or a podcast, Uh, That'll make us happy. Um, But here's a memo to self. The wanting treadmill leads only to the land of dissatisfaction. The wanting treadmill leads only to the land of dissatisfaction. It's time to get off that treadmill. I think wanting is like seawater. The more we drink it, the thirstier we become. Now, this is paraphrased from an 18th, or excuse me, a 19th century philosopher named Arthur, I think his name is uh, Schopenhauer. Or he said, wealth, quote, wealth is like seawater. The more we drink, the thirstier we become. And the same is true of fame. So too often we let ourselves believe something we want is a need. We fail to truthfully examine what we, what we need in our everyday lives. We, I think we start to believe that if we need something more, someone, or maybe even a situation to complete us. Uh, I think if we believe what we, we get what we want, we will eventually be happy. But, that's simply not true. Uh, and that's kind of like a, a line from a car song from the 1980s. Quote, as soon as you get it, you want something new. So how often have you gotten what you really wanted, but then you want either something else or something new? So, so that gets me back to this concept of jumping off the wanting treadmill. And I think here's step number one. Don't let wants become needs. So think carefully about what you truly need. Then don't let that want become a need. So is that new car you really need? a need or a want? Um, do you really need more likes on your post or do you just want them? Step two, I think, is to learn from smart people. 
And I read a great essay from a um, Harvard professor named Arthur Brooks. He's an author and also the former CEO of a major think tank. And I think he qualifies as a smart person. He recently stepped down at the peak of his career um, in his mid-50s to think deeply about what is most important to our lives. And this essay, and there's a link to the, the essay on the Substack site, uh, talks about how to lead a better life. Um, and he asks us to strive to be sages, not princes. He talks about a Buddhist uh, master and why it is crucial to live in the now. And I'm going to quote from his essay here now. Quote, some years ago, a few friends were gathered at this master's home, eating and drinking out of his garden. It was dusk, and he asked us to gather around a plant with a small closed flower. Watch the flower, he instructed. We did so for about 10 minutes in complete silence. All at once, the flower popped open, and we learned that it did this every evening. We gasped in amazement. It was a moment of intense satisfaction. That's a great little story, right? Here he goes on, quote, The prince will always skip the small satisfactions in life, foregoing a flower at dusk for money, power, or prestige. But the sage never makes that mistake, unquote. I think he, he goes on here, and I'm going to read a little bit more. Quote, each day I have an item on my to-do list that involves being truly present for an ordinary occurrence. Each of us can ride the waves of attachment and urges, hoping futilely that someday, somehow, we will get and, and keep the satisfaction that we crave. Or we can take a shot at free will and self-mastery. It is a lifelong battle against our inner caveman. Often that caveman wins, but with determination and practice, we can find respite from that chronic dissatisfaction and experience the joy that is true human freedom, unquote. So I think Brooks describes um, how he gets satisfaction from seeing the flower open when he reviews it in his mind. I think this is a zero-cost epic event that brought him great joy and continues to pay dividends in, awesome memory, in an awesome memory. So what simple questions for us. What simple but profound events are we missing while we run our daily lives on the wanting treadmill? And what are we missing because we are pursuing things that will never matter in the long run? I think only as we age that we become, you know, really more aware of our mortality, that we can then begin to truly treasure time. We know it is finite. We know that the shovel next to the grave will be for us someday. So I don't think it's too early or too late to get off the wanting treadmill. Respect your future self and jump off it today. Again, look at the Substack site for further details about the article, uh, How to Want Less by Arthur Brooks. I think it's going to be a book. And the wanting treadmill is sort of my version of what psychologists call the hedonic treadmill. Uh, and you know, there's, again, more, more references to psychology uh, articles about that. So let's move on to the second component of this week's Vitality Explorer News, and that's Energize. And Energize is the first million-second challenge. These are 12-day sprints focused on enhancing your vitality. Um, and the question I ask is, like, who wouldn't want a little more energy in their life? And are you looking for specific scientific suggestions about how to enhance your vitality? If you answer yes to any of those questions, then the Energize million-second challenge is for you. And we're going to go through day one of that. Again, you can find more of this on the Substack site. Um, and the first day think, asks you to think about yourself 12 days from now. Now, why is it 12 days? That's about a million seconds. So embrace that future self about 12 days from now. Close your eyes and think about where you could be or who you could be in 12 days or a million seconds. 
What would you do with the time? What is the optimal way to spend your next million seconds? What could you accomplish? Who could you serve? And how could you be a better version of yourself or ourselves in a million seconds? So the the 12-day course helps answer some of those questions. There's downloadable worksheets on the website. Um, But I think it's important to understand that um, 17 minutes a day, I think we're, we're really, you know, we talked about this in previous podcasts about uh, 17 seconds is about, or excuse me, 17 minutes is about a thousand seconds and that we're wasting about that every day. How could we do something better with that? And that be- something better might be just to be completely silent for 17 seconds, giving yourself, or excuse me, 17 minutes. I keep screwing that up. Uh, be completely silent for about a thousand seconds a day, a day or 17 minutes. Um, but the, the goal is to overall commit to being a better version of yourself. Don't judge your present self. This is important. Don't judge your present self. Embrace your future self. And then what I would recommend for people listening to the podcast today is just to write down one thing you could do in the next million seconds or 12 days. Um, the the you know, Substack site has all 12 days up there and available for people if they're interested in more details are available on Vitality Explorer News on Substack. Let's finish up today's Vitality Explorer News podcast with Inflammation is the enemy of vitality. So it's important to know that acute inflammation is a normal process that helps heal injuries and fights off invaders like viruses. So you need inflammation. If you cut yourself, inflammation also helps to bring in cells to restore and heal up the skin. But acute inflammation begins when distressed or injured cells release powerful signaling chemicals. And these chemicals then attract white blood cells, and those come from your immune system, and they are like the first responders of your of your system or of your body. They seek to destroy invaders, and they orchestrate this healing process. Um, what's important to know that chronic inflammation is bad for you. Acute inflammation is important to heal things. Chronic inflammation is 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 not good for you. Um, and that's when the system relentlessly creates a sense of emergency, and this results in elevated white blood cell counts and other inflammatory markers. And too often, at least at the beginning, low-level chronic inflammation is asymptomatic. It creeps up on you. It percolates. It's really insidious, and it is terrible for your health. Um, Physicians can check for chronic inflammation by measuring your white blood cell count, your sedimentation rate, or your C-reactive protein, and there's many, many other blood markers of inflammation. But what's crucial is that chronic inflammation is associated with all the diseases that are the top killers. Cardiovascular disease, diabetes, cancer, and obesity are all associated with chronic inflammation. It's also associated with diseases that debilitate you, like arthritis. So people have come up with this new term um, in talking about inflammation in the context of aging. They call it inflammaging. It's kind of a hard word to say, inflammaging. Um, But that's a new term that sort of combines the concept of chronic inflammation and the aging process. Um, I think we need to really consider inflammation our enemy, especially if we're trying to slow down or mitigate the aging process and decrease the risk of some of these terrible disorders like cancer and cardiovascular disease. Um, And there's some specific suggestions about how to decrease or potentially eliminate your chronic inflammation. And here they are. Number one, 20 minutes of exercise every day. Let me just quote from a study, and these references are up on the Substack Vitality Explorer news site. So, quote, a recent study showed that 20 minutes 
of moderate exercise, like fast walking, can have anti-inflammatory effects. Researchers found 20 minutes after a moderate treadmill exercise reduce tumor necrosis factor, uh, TNF, a cytokine that causes inflammation in the body by as much as 5% in the participants. So that's number one, 20 minutes of exercise every day. Number two is to consider sleep a superpower. So poor sleep is associated with higher inflammation. Um, I think setting an intention to sleep well, typically seven to eight hours per night, and keeping a complete, or excuse me, keeping a consistent sleep-wake schedule are excellent ways to start considering sleep a superpower. So number one is exercise. Number two is sleep. Number three is to reduce mental stress. Now, how do you do that? We all know we need a little bit less mental stress, but how can you do that? So I, I, I recommend deep breathing exercise, meditation, prayer, yoga, tai chi. These are all ways you can reduce your mental stress. Also, regular meditation. Uh, this is a quote here. Quote, regular meditation practice literally rewires the brain by increasing the area of the brain that regulates emotion. Scientists uh, have found that meditation in, induces changes in the body's nervous system that helps you move from fight or flight to rest and digest, a calmer state in which the heart slows and the digestive tract speeds up. Again, check the Substack site for the references. The fourth one, number one is exercise, number two is sleep, number three is reduce mental stress, and number four, the hardest one, live at your ideal weight. So living at your ideal weight reduces chronic inflammation. This, of course, is not easy. The first step, however, to living closer to or at your ideal weight is to take ownership over your food choices. I think it's important to just begin simply by eating less and eating less often. Then reduce or eliminate processed food, sugar whenever possible, reduce your red meat consumption and eat more plants, and add turmeric to your diet. All of these can help decrease your inflammation in your body. One other thing which is scientific is to add fermented foods such as yogurt or kombucha to your, to your diet. But there's no easy way to live at your ideal weight. We all know it's difficult. But I think the key component here is to remember that chronic inflammation is your enemy. And we need to combat inflammation on a daily basis to live a more vital life. So that's the Vitality Explorer News podcast for this week. Uh, you can sign up for the free text messaging a version of this at vitalityexplorers.com. Um, again, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends and family to increase their vitality. And please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying what you're learning and listening to. Again, this has been Alan Mishra from Vitality Explorers. Everybody have a great week and dare to be vital.